0: Welcome to, with all due respect, this is Chef. Thanks, so. That's a little insane.
1: I don't see how big lips. Yeah.
0: she crazy a little bit. I think. Yeah, I, I, think don't, that, I don't think
2: they're crazy, but.
0: Uh, oh, I thought.
2: Every, never mind. Uh, that's not my thing. Okay. Uh, what about you, Wood? Wood? Let's see this nigga
0: is. Uh, you can also um, be sure to subscribe on Anchor. Um, There's great opportunities to um, be a part of our wonderful five-year community.
1: Um, Do it. We we also have an Instagram page for all those who aren't 40 years old and then aren't on Facebook. And if you do look for the Facebook group, make sure you type in with all due respect with a K. Because if you type in just W-A-D-R, it's some African thing (laughs) that has nothing to do with us. Shout out to our African listeners.
3: Is that uh,
1: am
2: kind
1: of like, trying to African thing. I mean, if you type in, it, it's like the. It do be a lot of Africans that be
0: trying to join. Makes sense. Shout. Man. Shout to Africa.
4: I thought we had a following. I thought they were trying to learn English right from the podcast.
0: Fuck with this, yeah. <laughs> nah. No, they're not. Fuck. Well, learn something new today. It's episode 173.
4: Join. Whoa, with the white voice. What up?
0: 5,000 Northside, Florida. It's your boy, J. Joe. I, 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 staying Alive. I know we don't have this on the docket, but that song wasn't good to me, but that's not there, not there. You don't like any Drake song? What
4: song? Oh, it's a Drake song. Oh, okay, I thought we were talking about it, it, the original, but it, staying Alive.
0: Yeah, the original's great.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the Bee
0: Gees, and even White Clef's version was kind of cool, but yeah, not... Not the one with Drake, and I don't like Khaled either. To be fair, things kind of like so. That's not here nor there. How's everybody been? Like, what's, what's going on with y'all, man? What's what's the latest and greatest, Willie? What's been going on with you, brother?
4: Well, everything's great, man. Thanks for asking. <laughs> great, be so subjective. What what's
0: what's so great about being great? Like yeah, anything like, above
4: like, ground is a good one. All
0: right, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now, said great. <laughs> <laughs> understood all right now. It'll be always be funny. Right. <laughs> that's fine. What's been going on with you, 5,000?
3: Um, uh, nothing much, man. I had another work trip with my favorite co-worker. Sweet. Uh, Third sarcasm. Uh, and that's pretty much it. It's interesting um, seeing stuff. So this particular customer site that we went to, I think I mentioned I had another work trip like a few weeks back so i've had three the first one we met the customer off-site like we didn't even go to their office for whatever reason the second one we met the customer at their building but it was literally like four cars and the whole entire big ass parking lot that would have been full and then this last customer we met um at their building but their parking lot was considerably more full so that was a Pretty interesting kind of just seeing how people are moving around and getting back to work and things are open up. So,
2: Uh, pretty cool. That's it. Just work, man. It. That's it. It's
1: cool, man. What's been going on with you, J.J.? Hey, man. Uh, man, football season is upon us, so gearing up, uh, the war room for draft day for fantasy football, uh, Checking out my two teams, the Saints and the uh, Titans. There, both have cool ass quarterbacks, um, so I have uh, low hopes, for them, um, low expectations, rather. Um, so that's about it. Uh, real quick, um, are y'all niggas like superstitious when it comes to like watching football games? You have like a lucky article of clothing. Uh, do you sit in the same thing? I know my homeboy used to have a, in college football, like Alabama like meal before every game. He used the same thing before Alabama plays. Um, do y'all have any of those?
4: I do not, I but when we were at FAM, there was this dude who was a Dolphins fan. Of course, I'm a Dolphins fan, so we used to like kick it. Not kick it, but like vibe on a, we're about to lose type of shit. But he brought a helmet with him for every game. There was a helmet that he put on a table. So whenever the Dolphins would go to... Whenever, like... who, who Jay Fieler, whoever the
3: fuck Fiedler, that yeah.
4: Whenever he would go to the snap and he put his hands under the center, he would go and he would put his hand and rest his hand on the top of the helmet. And then when Fiedler snapped the ball, he would also do a drop back, like a three-step drop, and then watch the play. And he did that for every single play. And that was like the <laughs> weirdest shit fucking ever. And he felt did like help? if you, like, interrupted him doing that it would have a bad result, which was kind of weird because we always had a bad result at that point in time, but that was the most superstitious, like, wildest shit I've ever seen.
0: I would say my only superstition is I don't like to watch the cults with people around me. Like, I gotta be by myself. Like, even, and I think, even my wife be fucking with me, like, because sometimes I should watch anything. Like, I'm gonna come sit and watch it with you. I'm like, you know good and goddamn well. I have to watch this game alone. You just doing this to fuck with me.
4: Because I might get sad. There might be a of, there might be a period of sadness and I wanna be alone in that fucking sadness. Like I don't wanna That's where it comes from. Yeah. Like and when you with your niggas, especially if y'all are all not the same fans, you know niggas is gonna fuck with you, be like, Damn, dog, this what y'all went to training camp for? This what y'all this what y'all learn in training camp? And it's like I'm sad right now and I kinda wanna fight you a little bit. Like I don't I don't yeah. want those sort of feelings. While I'm watching the game, so I really don't talk shit about other people's teams, especially when they're bad. I'm like, damn, man, that's fucked up. You'll get them next year. I don't fuck with other people because I don't want them to fuck with me.
1: Um, <clears throat> I never say like the game is over until it's actually over. Like, I'm not. I don't care what lead, about how far ahead you know a team is. I mean, we've seen the Falcons in that Super Bowl. Like, until no, the period. motherfuckers over. I never do that, and I never say, like, like say a game's coming up, a playoff game. I hate when another motherfucker be like, oh, man, y'all got this one. I'd be like, why the fuck you say that? Like, don't do not do that. Um, I, think I think people do that on game. purpose. I think, nah, some people just don't know any better, and it'd be some, like, they really think, like, that's going to calm you. Like, oh, no, y'all got this. Y'all going to win this. This is an easy win, and, like, nigga lose every time.
4: I feel like that about cards. I don't look at my cards until they're all dealt.
0: Yeah, that's how I am. So. I guess that's the extent of it. Um, I want to say I'm going to play the lottery this week because a number came up in my dream, and that's never as rare for me. So I want to talk about it. Um, so I had a dream that me and Ricky Smiler were best friends. I don't know even you know where Ricky Smiler came from, but we was like, Really good friends, man. And it was like, we going, we went to Disney World. And it was like, man, you're getting in for $22, dog. I was like, $22? It's $22 getting to get into Disney World? I was like, today it is. So I paid $22 to get to Disney World. Man, we had a great ass time, dog. And in the middle of the dream, I was like, man, this is weird as fuck. I need to wake up because I'm not Ricky Smiley's friend. And I woke up. So um, we were going to school. It was first day of school here. So uh, I was taking my daughters to school and my, like, the oldest to fourth grade, the youngest to preschool or whatever. What do they call it for babies? I don't know. Daycare. Took her to daycare. And um, I turned on the radio and it was on the Ricky Smiley show and it was his birthday. So I'm playing his birthday, which is eight um, 810. No. And then I'm going to put the 2-2 two two. For the twenty-two dollars that uh, my my ticket cost, so as the um,
1: twenty-two dollars on eight one zero.
0: No, no, I'm putting. I'm playing, and I, I need to really consult five thousand because he's the um, resident lottery expert. If I play eight one zero two two, I could do that on fantasy five, or really? fantasy five. I like to go too
3: too high. that no, no. pick five. Fantasy five, you pick five numbers. I think it's like one through.
0: Thirty something. I want to. Oh no, that
2: ain't gonna
3: I work. Play, I don't play that. But you could do a pick five, eight, one, zero, two, two.
0: I'm about to do pick five then. I'm a, I'm gonna buy a shit when I leave. I'm gonna go to the grocery store. I mean, um, seven eleven and play a shit for tomorrow. Um, I
1: hope that yeah. bitch don't hit today.
0: Oh, I throw up if that shit hit today.
2: <laughs> oh, vomit
0: vomiting. Yeah, but um, I didn't have time to get on no tickets. But um, yeah, that's what's going on with me though. School started for my daughters. Um, baby went to preschool. I mean, the daycare, which was crazy because she's been around us all her life. So, this is the first time she stayed around other people for an extended amount of time like this. Um, and that was weird. And then my um, oldest went to a new school, so she didn't, she cried a little bit because it was a new school. Wait, what was the pick five? Okay, good. wasn't my, my number?
3: Yeah, but it was cool.
0: close eight one zero three one it was close so, it it was tomorrow. shit, um, oh, it was close, my ticket was thirteen dollars, never mind, it was twenty two dollars, but
1: yeah, so um,
0: may, I play it in Illinois, but but
1: yeah, birthday did hit That's though.
0: that is crazy,
1: you're almost there, you're almost there.
0: We'll see how it works in
1: Chicago, then. Um, so, so... T- Did y'all do y'all's Gate ritual on 8-8? Oh, never mind. Go ahead. Don't worry about it. Go ahead.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, so, um, took her to her new school. She cried a little bit, but kids are very resilient. I always give kids props for, like, being able to adjust with bullshit, because, I mean, she got to the new school. She didn't know anybody. She was sad. And a few minutes a few minutes later, she recognized someone that she knew. They ran to each other, gave each other a hug. And all of a sudden, my I pick her up, she's like, like, oh, I have three new friends now. I'm like, oh, shit. So shout out to kids, man. Shout out to um, my daughter, man. She 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 was a G about it and, and uh, adjusted very well to her new school. So I'm happy for her. Um, but shit, let's get into this. I'm not happy for Herb Gotti. I'll say that. sorry Gotti.
1: Oh hey, know. one of, one of our listeners was saying how well you've been doing with the transitions. Um, not to put any pressure on you, uh, but I just want to give you your props.
3: Instant pressure. I
0: was fine that. Instant pressure.
3: Instant pressure.
0: No, yeah. no, I'm fine. But the thing is, I will say thank you, listener, first and foremost. But ever since I had that heart-to-heart with my boss about my, my poor speaking ability, I've been very cognizant of how I communicate with others. Um, I'm trying to be more clear and, and even be more succinct sometimes because I could be a bit long-winded. So Lord thank you. I know. you um, know. Resident Young Nigga um, tried to offer me some, um, some speech courses, and I took that as an insult, Resident Young Nigga. You my friend. I, I care about you. But don't be off from you know speech courses and you the resident young nigga you're kind of old enough to I'm old enough to be a cool uncle a little bit so thanks but no thanks
1: the yeah. resonate. let me tell you about the resident young nigga since we're on the podcast um, be out day is this big picnic we're doing in Atlanta um, mm-hmm. and I don't know who put a smoker in charge of getting the bottles for said event um but it's twenty one to twenty four um fraternity brothers who are gonna be there at be out day. Uh and this nigga said, Yeah, I think three bottles of dark and three bottles of light uh will suffice. Um I don't know who he's been around, uh, but nigga He's young. Six bottles of alcohol, three of which are dark, so you really it's only gonna be like maybe five niggas who's drinking the light the white. Um Damn. they're gonna kill that shit in the first hour. But that, you know, he'll learn. Have, did you talk to him or, or I mean did you I, like I talked give him to, heart I, to heart? I didn't I didn't thrash him, but you know, that nigga tried to give me speech lessons, so I thought I'd, you know, take up for you and talk about how I wasn't liquor lessons. Um <laughs> Because he was coming from a good place, though. So. Yeah, and I am too. Um, but <laughs> I mean, I, I hit him up on the side, uh, but now he's gonna hit on the podcast, depending on when Everwood drops it. Um, but yeah, he, he's gonna yeah, get boy,
3: beat I, up. That seen a find out
0: of control, right, man? <laughs> <laughs> right. Every, was, everybody can get it. Let me duck down. Um, he was, he was but nah, that nigga, that nigga eating gonna, a taco. That nigga gonna,
1: gonna get like beat like up. Be out there. He better hope it rains.
0: <laughs> um anyway, what were you saying? No, I was just saying that he was trying to give you speech lessons. Um, but I was thanking the listener for the kind no, 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 you had
1: moved on to oh topic. You don't feel bad about Irv Gotti. I think that's what you were.
0: I don't. So, as we know, Irv Gotti was the former CEO of Murder, Inc., um, the famed uh, rap label. I think they featured Shanti. Ja Rule. Is that it?
1: Is that it? No, nah, they had uh, Vita on that show on Martin.
0: Oh. oh, yeah, Vita had that one
1: song, Vita. That's what's up. Um,
2: they had a couple of people.
0: Go ahead. That's what's up. So they were on Drink Champs um past week. Uh, and, I mean, you know how Drink Champs is. I mean, they they get drunk, they smoke, and then they talk a lot. And that, I mean that's fairly so. Over the three-hour podcast, they talked about, you know, what everybody's Gotti's working on in his business. Um, I guess he's producing some shows for BET, uh, which is cool. He got like a three hundred million dollar contract from them to produce movies and content. Um, but the highlight was he spoke about his relationship with Ashanti. Wow, this was this was this was new to me. I would, I guess, I expected better of Ashanti a little bit, and I could be wrong. I mean, apparently, I was wrong. But they used to have a thing back in the day. They used to date. Um, I guess while he was separate, separating from his wife, um, and he was talking about like details in their relationship that really just happened like twenty-some odd years ago. He talked about how he discovered that she was with another dude, he um, Nelly. When he realized him and Nelly were to, her, him and her and Nelly were together, mm-hmm. um, and how it broke his heart. And went into detail. Like I listened to it, like he went deep into the details in terms of how he felt about her, how he felt about that, um, and the hurt behind it and how she, she he couldn't trust her because he he like didn't want to she wanted to be a part of Murder Inc. when they were being indicted for, you know, tax fraud and all that shit. So a few questions. I mean, I guess obviously did you any of y'all listen to the any search from this interview?
4: Yeah, I saw the clips this clip in particular about Nelly when he yeah, found out about Nelly yeah. and the the clip about uh when they dropped happy
0: yeah yeah okay and i think that's all you really need to see what are your thoughts on on 50 year old men talking about 20 year old relationships what what are your thoughts on that
4: so i had a take on that i think i, I think we introduced this topic last time Right, but well, we didn't talk about it. But since then, I had a conversation with my old lady. We were talking about our son Wolfgang. And he's such a sweet boy, da 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 da, da takes care of his sister, all of these great things. Mm-hmm. And I made a comment that all of this is great, but it really doesn't matter until he has his first heartbreak. Because niggas act way different before their first heartbreak than they do after That first situation where a chick breaks your heart. And that might happen when you're fucking 12. It might happen when you're 16. It may happen when you're fucking 30. Right? And that made me come back to the Irv Gotti conversation. like, like, the way that he's pouring his heart out a little bit. Like, Ashanti broke his heart a little bit. Like, he's very emotional about this. Like, his testimony wasn't even really solicited all the way. You know what I'm saying? Like all it, it nobody we didn't ask for all of that. You know what I'm saying? Like Nori didn't even ask for all of that. But he gave it to us and you can look in his eye that he was hurt about the shit. So, um even though it is old, niggas carry shit like that with them a lot of times their whole life. You know what I'm saying? How a lot of men interact with women, like, throughout their lives, goes back to Things that happened maybe 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years ago. You know, and I, I don't think he's, I don't, I don't think, I think he's over it. Well, no, I don't think he's over it at all. But I think he's always going to have that in the back of his mind. I think that's just a part of who he is now.
0: So you don't think there's a the limit, basically? No,
3: limit no, no, I mean,
4: I don't the think, dude, it, I don't think there's a limit. On that.
0: Like you know, I ain't really tripping on that, and he was like,
4: uh,
2: yes, well, I trip. he's "Definitely tripping." Yeah,
0: yeah, he's definitely tripping. <laughs> he didn't call
4: him. Out. He's definitely tripping. But I mean, I mean, everything is gonna have that, man. I mean, because I mean, you don't know the situation of the first heartbreak. Like, if uh, if you were if you were in a relationship with a chick and she just like didn't want to fuck with you no more because you were short, right? You might have a little bit of a complex when it comes to hype, you know what I'm saying, or if it's a money thing, right, like, oh, like, she wanted to fuck with some older nigga because he had money and put shoes on her feet, you might turn into that nigga who is always having cash, she's always flashy, always got cash, always trying to buy a chick, you know what I'm saying, like, to women, that shit is nothing, you know what I'm saying, like, I don't give a fuck, like, I don't like that nigga, I like this nigga now, but to men, those kind, kind of formational moments in our lives that kind of drive us in whatever direction that we end up ultimately going in.
1: When was your first heartbreak, and how did it affect
4: you? Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I've had a series of like little heartbreaks. I mean, I've never had like the, the you don't the, know the big one. You know what I'm saying? But well, I mean, but there was there was ones? the first one. I mean, it did oh, not have to be a, a big one. It could it, be like this had to be the girl didn't give you a Valentine's Day. No, nah, this grade. had to be. Um, this had to be. Um, I think I was in seventh grade. Seventh grade. Chick name. What was her name? Cindy Ross, Cynthia Ross. She was a beautiful Amerasian chick. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And I think I and I think um she, she is like where Am Amarosa. Amerasian. uh American and Asian.
0: Okay, I've never heard that before.
3: Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah,
4: yeah. So she was like half Korean, half um, half white. Yeah, that's half my new white.
3: favorite porn category. Yeah. And that's what I'm starting i people. AmorAsian.
4: And um, <laughs> well, she was cool because her dad was like a huge Miami Hurricanes fan. I was like, I like the Hurricanes, too. I was a big Hurricanes fan or whatever. She was like a Hurricanes pullover. Oh. Oh, we had so much in common. We kicked it and all of these type of things. I like, thought there was a vibe there. And I sent her one of the messages. You know what I'm saying? I like you. Do you like me? Checkbox. Check, you know, yes, no. And I got a motherfucking no, my nigga.
2: Uh, and it wasn't mm-hmm. so much that I got
4: to no. know. I mean, all right, I got to no. know. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I was a goofy little kid or whatever. But also, she ended up fucking with another nigga who was not even like... Like, and that's the formational parts. Like, you look at the other nigga and it's like, but you don't even like this nigga. Like, he's not mm. even your type. Like, this, this nigga is like, why? You know what I'm saying? And that becomes that becomes part of the bedrock of, okay, well, like, she had more in common with me. She was cooler with me, but she ended up with this nigga. So, this, if, if this is what the fucking ultimate goal is supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? To get to where you need to be, maybe I need to pick up some things that, in this nigga's game to make me more marketable. Right. And then you just mm-hmm. start to gravitate into more of an asshole. Um, what you ultimately become. But
1: but I any, think any, anyone else have any heartbreak stories they'd like to share?
4: I have several,
0: but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll share, I'll share. A, on
2: the podcast. Then then you have what, you're you're oh,
0: building the origin story, right? So what were the moments I could think of in sixth grade? Uh, Kim Robeson. Kim Robeson, Um Under normal circumstances, I wouldn't be trying to holler. at Kim Robeson. Kim had a Jerry Curl in 1993 when the Jerry Curl was ending. Oof. It was ending. In, it was. It was supposed to be over, but <laughs> no. It was, it was still, dead in 93. Maybe not. No, no. In, in, in L.A., Indiana. they were still in L.A. They were still rocking it. But I lived in you Indiana. You lived in L.A. So, geez, so, uh, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> so the Jerry Curl was supposed to be over with. Kim wore a Jerry curl, but Kim also No, she is from she's from that, but Kim also um grew before most of these other girls. So she she had body for a sixth grader. So I was just like, uh, man, I'm feeling your vibe, you know what I'm saying? I know I'm a little I'm a little different, you know what I'm saying? I live on the south side, I ain't the coolest nigga, but you know what I'm saying, I'll talk to you every day, I hold your hand. I really gave her some remember Papa, I don't know if y'all still watch the Shy, but Pop Papa from the Shy was obviously written by written based off of me. So I was just like, you know, I was real smooth with it. And she's like, you know what? You know what, Chef, I'm gonna call you tonight at eight thirty. I was like, You gotta call me at eight because that's my bedtime, but yeah, cool. Call me at eight and let me know what you think. This a girl called me at eight on three way with her homegirl Lucinda send a fat ass and she was like well chef i going to say no i will not be your boo and i was like oh that's whack um and in hindsight i was like man but you have a jerry curl set that's what hurts the most um so that, that didn't go well yeah later on that year a lot of shit happened in sixth grade sixth grade was very transformative for me um sixth grade i went to this little smart nigger program at purdue it was like all the little smart black kids In the state of Indiana, so it was like little niggas from South Bend, niggas from Gary. Never encountered Gary niggas. That was a a new thing for me. There was a um, girl from Terre Haute. Her name was Bianca Spivey, and and Bianca was bad. Bianca was tall. Bianca
4: sounds like a badass chick name, like Bianca nigga? and a last name Ivy, Spivey. Spivey. Oh, Spivey. No, that's not. She got a Facebook page. She probably
1: still fine. Probably still fine. I ain't ain't going front.
0: I couldn't find it back in the G but um but yeah, Deonca body was bad man. Like I was like I've never seen nothing like this. Like you look like a you are um fucking 12 but you look you look 26. Deonca? <laughs> What's up? So I was, I used to try to spit game at Deonca. I mean, my mama had me in Izod matching eyes Izod fits, so I had the Izod polo, blue polo with blue and white striped polo with the blue um shorts. And um in Saddle or I was looking stupid as hell. Like I was dressed goofy as hell. And um I was trying to give her my best little nerdy Mac game and she wasn't giving me no attention. But she was there was another boy from my middle school. It was like it was only like three of us. Norman. Norman dead now. He became like a big time drug dealer and got murdered. Yeah. Um, shout out to Norman. Rest in peace, dog. Yeah. Um but she was giving Norman all the rhythm. Because Norman was like funny and he was cool and he, he cussed and talked bad to him. And I was like, Oh, that's all I gotta do bit. So I, that's when I started cussing. So um that was that was transformative for me. I realized when you started being funny and and, and rude a little bit that, that was a that seemed to be a good thing, which was weird to find learn in sixth grade, but it it, it translated well for for decades.
4: You learn quickly that this shit ain't about friends. That friendship, <laughs> that friendship do not win. That is not a winning hand.
0: Hey, boy. I was like, you are too nice. I was like, oh, man. Even my pops told me, he's like, man, you, you got to have a little dog in you, brother. And I was like, you, you're a little too sweet. Love you to death, but a little too sweet. I'm like, there you go.
2: <laughs> was, was Bianca
0: black? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I, I, I've, never, I've never strayed
1: away from that. I a saw a white
4: Bianca Spivey. I was like, ooh, I don't think that's her. <laughs> she uh, might be married. Yeah, I saw I, anyway, yeah, I was looking while you were talking. We need one of the listeners to find us Bianca Spivey. We're gonna bring her on the show. We're gonna have a
1: Right. Somebody's like, Oh, I know her.
4: Um, so yeah, going back to Earth
1: Got it. Yeah, man, that that's some weak shit, man. Like, you know the platform. Just to air out all this shit. First of all, she was nineteen, nigga, you was thirty. Nigga, you were literally no, her boss. That. You were literally her boss, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's 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 kind of fucked up a little bit, man. You're it's a not a little bit like that's a you know what what night what teenager teenage chick isn't going like kind of want to fuck with you if you like writing her checks and fucking you know taking her out and doing all this shit like. Yeah, like, eventually she gonna be like, this nigga old as fuck, I don't wanna fuck with a nigga, I wanna fuck with a nigga more my age, but just to be on there, like, still talking and having, like, some bravado about it, like, yeah, you know, I remember, nigga, I, we just finished fucking, I'm in the shower, and she round here singing happy, she happy, that's how the song came to be, like, oh, like, but I, I expect that from New York niggas, like, when some shit like that oh, yeah. goes down, like, you can, you can, he could have approached that two different ways, right? Like, so what's up with you and Ashanti? Like, oh, man, you know, that was a long time ago. It was cool. It was what it was. Or you could do the route he did and want to tell all the gory details and make it look, you know what I'm saying? Like, this was 20 fucking years. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you still telling this this woman's business now? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it, just. That nigga hurt?
4: yeah but dog like that shit is come on man get over that shit we shit, nigga all, build we a bridge there's nothing more illogical and impractical than a hurt nigga hurt niggas do hurt things but but nigga like if you hurt nigga like
1: i don't know it's it a toxic was, masculinity to say, nigga you, hold nigga, that if you hurt that shit sometimes in. you gotta hold that shit in. what do you
4: no, do i mean what do you do if a nigga is hurt what do you do what, what, what is the hurt nigga play with? what do you do if you hurt there is, there is, well, is a well, playbook, shit, though. Nigga, I think mean, no, there's a playbook. No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying let, let's unpack some mental health shit right now, right? Like, when you if, hurt, if you, you get if in shape, hurt,
1: nigga, what do you mean?
4: You, 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 you get in shape. You get
1: money and you get in shape. That's then toxic. That's safe, so toxic.
4: heal yourself. That's some toxic shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just gotta get your money up. <laughs> yeah, you get your money yeah, up.
1: Yeah, man, you gotta get your you, money up. You look your best.
4: This is why I think the blow their fucking brains out right here. This no, right here. No, but
0: think about it. If you look good and you feel good, like, you'll, you'll just, things you'll will hurt. get better. But everybody, no, hurt inside. But,
4: but, but, I mean, everybody can't do that. Some niggas is just ugly. They can't, they can't Aww. look no better. And money is not, money is not a button. You can't push a button and be like money. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of niggas be trying to get money. And the money just don't happen. That's why you got niggas out here depressed and shit. They can't find the money. Then and, and, you know, well then
1: if. If you can't do the first two, then most niggas will fuck their feelings away. Or try to.
4: Fuck your feelings away. Man.
1: I boy. think that's
0: what Herb Gotti ended up doing because he's still talking about how, yeah, he's like, man, I've never had a problem getting a woman. I was like, man, that's crazy to talk about when you're 50.
2: Yeah. And like, rich. Man, nigga, like. Right. Man, don't matter. Like, man. Okay, so I
3: did, I saw the clip, but what prompted that? Like, what were they talking about that made him even go into that? Or did he just, like, oh yeah by the way
1: no I think I think uh, after a little bit it was like y'all wanna get into it they're like yeah let's get into it so you and Ashanti and then I think that just opened you know opened up that wound but I don't know man you know niggas niggas like I said, hurt it doesn't matter, niggas. Man.
4: Doesn't matter. Hurt niggas do hurtful things, man. It doesn't matter, man. You could go through so much in life and and re- meet so many people, but you always gonna remember, goddamn, Deonca Spivey, boy. It's going to, to 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 the day you die. That name is going. to
0: I'm not even gonna talk about the girl. Maybe be straight on light skinned girls.
1: I'm gonna bring that. oh man, we need that origin story, but not not right right now. No, but yeah, man, we don't. Chef is um, a villain.
4: Chef is a a, a villain, actually. anti-hero
0: but, um, so, okay, so this is my thought after hearing all this. Like, I, I'm and, and, and to be honest, this is my first time really listening to Drink Champs. But it seems like based on just other, I guess, cri- critics talking about the podcast episode, they're, the way they get information from people is they get them drunk and high. And then they just have them just, like, kind of spill their spill their guts out. So... Do you think men gossip too much? Like, gossip more than women? Like, I've always felt that way.
4: Men what all. What do you thought? I'm not gonna say more or less, but men gossip as much as hoes do. Wait. <laughs> like
0: I'm gonna say that, yeah. I mean, because in the be, but the thing is, here's my thing. I feel like we do when we do it. We do it like. In a in a small space, like it's not gonna be stuff that you just put on a podcast that you just spit out. Because I don't think Ashanti would ever talk about messing with Erv Gotti. Like she ain't proud of him, so it ain't like a situation where it would be the opposite. Or even if she was like being interviewed, she wouldn't say nothing. She'd just be like, "No comment." Let's talk about my my um, tour schedule or something like that. I feel like dudes, and maybe the older you get, like maybe it's just a natural thing. Like, I know, okay, you talk to your wife in bed, like, about stuff, like, just normal stuff, like, normal shit throughout the day. And maybe there's gossip there, but I feel like gossip among niggas is really supposed to be kind of, like, very insulated. Like, you can't even leave that circle.
4: But there's always one or two niggas that's not going, we just talked about this. We just talked about this a, a week ago. Like, there's always going to be one or two niggas that don't understand that this doesn't leave the conversation. As a matter of fact, when the conversation is over, just forget everything we just said. There's always one or two niggas that don't get that. And they take that conversation and they go pillow talk mm-hmm. to a chick or whatever and then she goes and spreads it and it is what it is. Always. Yeah. Without fail. And you mentioned married people. So first of all, the rule of dealing with married people is do not provide information to one married person that you do not want the other married to know.
0: Yeah, because it's gonna, it's gonna, it's
4: gonna spread. Yeah, make sure shit's safe. Yeah, but niggas definitely gossip. I mean, I mean, it may be packaged differently, it may sound different, but it's gossip. You know what I'm saying? Go to a barbershop. Go to a barbershop at any given time, and niggas is in that fucking gossip.
0: Fair enough. All right, shit. Well, shit. Let's move on for. Um, speaking of old niggas, though, um, random. What's y'all's take on being called daddy? I'll say it's gross.
1: First of all, you, that was a horrible transition and yeah. like I oh, should never put pretty that pretty pretty I should good. never put that pressure on you. Uh um after the game. Mm. So someone what? asked the pod, um I did you I didn't know this. I should have read it. Um
2: So basically
1: it was saying that here we go. So have we ever dealt with a woman that has referred to us as daddy in a sexual manner? Did you like it? Did you not like it? What are your feelings about it?
3: Anyone? Hold on, ask the question one more time, I bet.
1: Has a chick ever called you daddy? like, in a sexual manner? Um, and if so, how did it make you feel?
3: Um, <clears throat> I can't say, per se, in a sexual manner, because I think earlier when we first discussed it, it was um, called you that, like, during the actual act. But, yeah, I haven't been called that shit before, and I just kind of take it as a joke. Like, it's kind of... um. I don't know. It's kind of like cringy or something. I don't, I don't know. It's kind of weird to me. I didn't really know how to take it, but like I say, it was just like it passing, like "Hey, daddy, what's up?" Like, but that shit was kind of weird to me. So <laughs> I don't particularly care for it, but um, I, don't, I mean, for no reason in particular, it just sounds weird to me. I think.
4: I think you gotta have the personality type to be wanting to be called daddy, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a certain power or that. whatever type of situation going on that niggas like to be called daddy and poppy and all of that type of shit. Something, a certain type of nigga that likes that. Every nigga doesn't like that, you know what I'm saying? If you don't, if you, I mean, I'm just here for the pussy. Like, that type of situation, like, <laughs> I don't need you to call me daddy or poppy or nothing like that. Like, let's just get to the get to the thing. But... I mean, kind of like, kind of like five stacks. It would just be kind of awkward because you don't call me that any other time of the day, and it's like, why are you calling me that to try to get me off or whatever? And obviously, you don't know me well enough to like realize that that's kind of stupid. It really feels kind of awkward and it's really like breaking my stride a little bit. Because like, why, bitch, why the fuck did you just call me daddy? I'm not your fucking daddy.
0: Chef, like that would be a mood breaker as a as an actual daddy of of children. Uh more specifically daughters. I think it's gross. Don't call me that. You I don't really you ain't gotta call me too much of anything but my government, really. Um Damn.
2: Gregory?
4: Man, that's kinda awkward too. Oh, my bad. That's kinda <laughs> awkward too. Like to call you by your, your government name in the middle? I mean you can call, call me calling by my
0: full government name. No, that's that's crazy. Don't no calls me Gregory, but What's your
1: what's your middle name?
0: That's you're fine. Don't worry about it. So Sylvester, Sil- so
1: like it's like Alfonso <laughs> or something.
0: <laughs> hey boy. <laughs> if my middle name was Sylvester, I'd have to be called Daddy. You'd have to call me Daddy. <laughs> if middle it's middle so funny, so. I only knew oh, like one person named Sylvester, one of my granddaddy
3: like nephews, or maybe he was cousin. I don't really remember, but he was kind of shady and so <laughs> hmm, never talked Sylvester name Shady. But I never met another Sylvester
2: detective. Easily? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah no, y'all know him. No, well, we never met him. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's shady. He's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's shady too. He made it. Work. Oh
1: man, so y'all, y'all make me feel awkward, but y'all really don't. So yeah, like, my suggestion? young, in my younger years, like, like, nah, I, I didn't want to be called daddy. Um, but as I've gotten older and, and nastier, um, mm-hmm. I, I look at it now as just like, uh. Like more of a kink thing but not like me picturing like being a real daddy and I'm the only one without kids so that might be something. Uh, I've never requested to be called daddy but if it happens organically in the act I'm not going
0: to give stop. it back.
1: Right, I'm right it down. No so not a situation
0: where you play a role? No it's Nothing not even like a role okay.
1: but if, if that's the word that comes out of her mouth like it might turn her on, so if it's turning her on, calling me daddy. So, hey, what do you call who her am back? I? Who are me to judge? You know what I'm saying? So I'm i uh, I'm I'm all right with
4: it. So she throws a daddy at you. What do you throw back? Like, My What do you mean? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Well played. Like, well played. They just
0: didn't response. Oh like, man, goddamn! I, I don't I have well to played.
4: say. Hey, why didn't return and serve like shit? I I I just, just, that was off the bottom and didn't even bounce. But that's a fair <laughs>
0: question though. I would think it would warrant some sort of response. Like, do you just no. like
1: it's not she's not like, hey daddy, how do you like this pussy? It's like daddy <laughs> likes it just fine. No, it's <laughs> not like that. What do you just... Hey man. What's the thing, man? What have you be smooth transitions? Let's go. <laughs> Let's get out of here.
4: No, it was good. It was so, good so, stuff. So, so wait. So I mean, you, that's Uh-oh, a valid. Oh, that's wait. a valid. So you do you have to receive the daddy to to make it appreciated? So if she called you daddy, do you have to now refer yeah, yourself to daddy to receive it? What do you mean? Right. So she called you daddy, and then you just had an example where you said, "Daddy likes it just fine." That that's right. I received the daddy, right? You received the daddy. So what happens if you just let it linger? It's like she calls you daddy. You don't say nothing. You basically sounds like you're Like, a, like, like, a, a, that like that I anger. love you,
1: and you don't say I love you back. Right? Like, like that. you didn't like, receive it. Um, no, I think I think like your response is your body language. So like, if she like fuck this pussy daddy, then you just you know you fuck that pussy. I guess you know what I'm saying. That's what you do with your body language. But if you do want to like stay in there. And you roll over, roll over, and be like, "All right, now come on, suck daddy dick." That's a whole other, you know what I'm saying? Like that third person now, daddy. Now daddy now we, third out here. person daddy going ahead. Now, now we going somewhere.
5: Now, <laughs> now, now we, we cooking now with. Now with we stuck in character. Up. We ain't character in the like, whole week. Hey
3: boy,
0: <laughs> they come home with a top hat on and shit. And,
1: <laughs> hey man, that's what it's done. Knife beater. Top hat, and long gloves.
0: <laughs> oh man.
1: Why don't niggas wear like uh, newsies hats anymore? What is that gonna come back? It did come, come back. back. Huh? Hat? Like the newsies? Like the fucking like you know came like back? the niggas who sell newspapers, like They uh,
0: came back. Yeah, like can I still wear those. I, I think Kango
2: ish. Huh?
0: The ones I still wear those. They went out of style. It's a paper. Boy you wear hat.
2: Kangos?
0: Not kangos, the, the newsies hat, yeah, like the one, the ones that kind of have the yeah, the, the little dip bill. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I haven't seen a nigga with one of those on. This is my daddy used to wear No, like they, they
4: came back big in like two thousand, like back when six, seven, eight, soul eight, nine? started
1: Cracking off,
0: niggas was wearing them. Shits oh, you're like right. Lamps.
4: I
1: do feel like I've seen Music soul child with them shits on. I never
0: got rid of mine, so I still wear them. Oh, okay. All right. They they still cool to me. You know, it's also still cool to me, the shape joint. Like, I, I, I don't go as much as I used to. You
4: said like I, Church. Don't you know, I don't because the ones here. Go, go to the shake joint like I used to.
0: The ones here aren't good. But in general, if I'm in like in Miami or Atlanta, I enjoy it. I also enjoy p valley Key P-Valley's been a weird, it's been a weird season. I think it's gotten a little nasty. It's a little, a little nasty for my A little,
4: it's a little too gay. nasty, maybe. It's a little gay. Not there's anything wrong with that, but it's just a little bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a little If you're a heterosexual T
4: V watcher, it's a little bit the needle's moving a little bit further into the gay direction. It's like okay.
0: It's a little aggressive. I was watching Industry. Y'all watch Industry? No. no. Is, that super- is that like Empire? No, no. It's like um it's closer to succession, but the lead is a black woman.
4: Is that back? Yeah, it's back. Season two is on, or are we on know season two season? is on. Season
0: two, I just watched episode two.
4: They I doing like the that a little
0: bit too. I like, but it I movie. enjoy it. Industry a good show though. Go check it out. Yeah, I know Harper. You, yeah, Steal. But um, so um, P Valley came back. You already said it's gross a little bit, but Wood came um had a pose a, a positive question despite the darkness. Um, who is your favorite P Valley stripper?
5: And
4: what does it say and about you? I mean, really, it's like
5: a
0: horoscope. No, what does it scope. say about you? And what does it say about you? Oh, uh, yeah. So I wanted to know. So what are you interpreting what it says about us? Or are we, are we to interpret I, what it I, says I about us? I can interpret.
4: I can interpret, I think.
0: Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. Even better. I don't want to go first, though.
2: No you, no, like no, you go ahead and go first, <laughs> brother. I say right. it, man. might as well, because
3: I've never seen the episode, so I can't even participate. Oh, man. It's, it's, a, a, crazy. Tree. it's, it's a, a, a treat. It's
4: a treat. It's a treat. It's a treat, except for, like, the gay stuff. Um, like that's how you know it's a treat because people will sit there and go through. Not the folks. <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> wrong with the gay stuff. I'm telling you, there's nothing wrong with it. But the show has to be a treat for the amount of heterosexual watchers that go through the show and still watch the show in spite of the gay stuff. Not that there's any wrong rough, with it. Very violent gay stuff. And it's like a full scene. I mean, we're used to like, okay, a little bit of a scene and some gay stuff. It's like, okay, we're going to fade on to the next one. It's so like, no, we're going to get it all.
0: It's going to be like three minutes. Yeah. Anyway. Um, it's going to be, for me, I'm really, it's Mercedes.
1: I know say it. Say it with your chest, bro. Uh, it's right. Mercedes. I ain't sucking Mercedes. on your thumb when right. you said it? It's Mercedes. You're like a,
4: uh, a, a sign? Question why. mark at the end too.
0: Um, for a few reasons because, she, like, she old school. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's like Mercedes, is like almost forty, like in real life. So I can appreciate that. Um,
2: she 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 working. She she
0: on her grind. She she dedicated to her craft. You know what I'm saying? And
4: um cross a little bit. She might be second. She might be the most regular normal person on the damn show.
0: Yeah. Second, um, second would probably be um roulette.
4: Hey boy, that roulette's something special, now. I didn't think she had it in her. I, I honestly, I, I didn't recognize her when I first saw it. But I didn't. I didn't think she had it in her. You, you didn't realize it was Wanda. I did not realize it was, <laughs> it
1: was Wanda. No <laughs> so coincidentally, yeah, being Wanda uh, it was crazy. Coincidentally, those are also my one and two. Um, a king. I, first season Mercedes. First season Mercedes wouldn't have been my number one. Um, no. But. Um, yeah, the first season, definitely, um, but this season, because of the Mercedes experience, and somehow she got finer. I don't know what it was or what happened i uh, I don't know, but um Mercedes experience pushed her over the edge, and then all uh, right uh, and somehow she got finer this season, uh, I don't know what it was or what she did, but yeah. That thing finding out, and a close second is that roulette, which is the chick from Snowfall you're talking about, and you know she's just a little teapot, short and stout. Uh, she be on that pole doing them tricks real good, and she got them them lips. So, uh, yeah, those those are. Do all think that Mercedes are branches off
4: of the same tree? But you said you said what? Do y'all feel as though roulette and Mercedes are branches off of the same tree, whereas roulette might just be a younger, more, more, more—I don't know the word—more provocative Um, version of Mercedes. I mean, because I mean they're somewhat the same, but yes and no, right? You like
1: you like you like mature Mercedes more work because now she's past that stage. So, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You like the calmer, let me get this money, let me, you know, I'm I'm not trying to fight, I don't need to do all this shit, I'm not rah, 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 all this bullshit. Like, you're past that phase, I like you now, now, you know what I'm saying? We threesomes and whatever the fuck, and, you know, cool. Maybe, you know, it's kind of like if you drink, bourbon, you know, most of the time that's what you like, that's what you do. But every night then you go out to the club and niggas like, Let's do shots of Casamigos you be like, Fuck just do the shit and it's fun while it lasts and then you wake up like, Oh yeah, I don't want to do that shit no more. So I think that's why roulette that is
4: second. They kinda of represent the duality between a wife and a side chick too.
1: But mm. you getting deep. So what about you? Who's your who's your favorite? <laughs>
4: Hey man, you, you know I like Whisper man. That that thing, she's weird. I like that weird stuff. So I like her. Um, and of course, uh, what's her name? Autumn. You know I like Autumn too. So I mean, that's that's yeah. both of them right. Which in my one? Mind. Is, which one is Autumn? On that's the chick who owned the club with uh, oh, 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 the two light light-skinned chicks. Yeah. And uh, well, one of them is not light skinned Whisper is not even light skinned She's like white. She's white. Huh. Is Whisper white? Yeah, she ain't a black. She ain't black. Are you serious? Yeah. I, like, cool, I don't
2: man. know. He he might be racist. What what about Google that? Google them?
4: But if but if I could choose three, I would definitely choose roulette as well. I like I like I like Wanda a
2: little bit. A lot of it. So
4: But I can't but 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 I can't have a whisper I can't have a whisper roulette combo. That's just that's dangerous. dangerous. That's just <laughs> not Safe. okay.
0: I gotta look this up now.
1: I i You can't look would. it up because you have to push the podcast forward.
4: Oh, yeah. I'm surprised nobody picked Mississippi. Though I'm, I don't.
1: uh I think because uh, sure. her stock went down. <laughs> yeah, this season, like last season, she would have been. Why really did hard. her
4: stock go? Down? I mean, she's still she still as fine as it. But why why did her? Because st- of because of, of the the Caucasian gentleman. Because uh, uh, I mean, we we. For me, yeah.
1: Just the uh, I don't uh, want to be a spoiler, so we'll just wait. Yeah, you know, we tackle it all. Oh, okay,
4: all right. We'll unpack it at the season finale. We need to do yeah. one of the rooms on the season finale where we uh, have everybody together on Twitter or YouTube or something. Watch it together.
1: Chef's still looking this up. Her Annie.
0: name is Psalm Salazar.
1: She's Spanish. See, told totally. you. But what is she supposed to be on the podcast? I mean, on the show on P-Bam? I don't know, but Psalm
0: Salazar sounds like she's Puerto Rican.
4: Do they have Do they have Spanish people in Mississippi? No. I'm sure they
0: do. Isn't Mississippi Spanish? No, it's an Indian word.
4: I was about to say, what? Mississippi is not Mexican, I was about to make boy. up
0: some shit. Yeah, you're right. I was about to completely make up some shit. I'm sure they got some Mexicans. She might be Mexican. Shout out to Mexico. Um, all right, man. Let's move on to music, man. Um. So we got a call from a listener. It wasn't a call. It was a note from a listener. They wanted to get our, fee- our feedback on this, and which I mean I, I want to say I appreciate that because they starting to appreciate our music taste. Um, but um, they wanted to know who would win in a versus battle if it was Drew Hill versus Jodeci. That was a good question. I mean, at the surface, they're both um, big '90s R&B groups. They both were led by a raspy singing nigga, um, and they both dominated their portion of the '90s, in my opinion. Uh, maybe just my opinion, but I mean, you know, Drew Hill towards the end of the '90s, uh, Josie at the beginning of the '90s. So I'll I'll let y'all go first. But what are y'all thoughts on who would win a versus battle? I think it's pretty sh- um, open and shut to me.
1: I'm I'm going Josie. Hands down, smoking yeah. Drew Hill's boots. Um, Drew Hill is cool. Like again, I feel like Drew Hill and Boys Demand are more evenly matched than Drew Hill. <laughs> I think they go wood in his love for Boys Boys the man. If I said boys the I'm Hill. not a Boys Demand um, fan.
4: Don't even do me like that. Um, it's just Drew Hill
1: has some cool songs, but like. Jodeci, just the whole "Forever My Lady," like it's hard to. It's the same tracks over and over again. It's hard to pick the best Jodeci album. You ask five different people, you won't get like a consensus on which is the best Jodeci album. Um, so yeah, Jodeci is gonna uh, smoke these niggas out of their boots. Because I'm just thinking, what what songs does Drew Hill have? Like, Somebody Sleeping in My Bed, Uh, Tell Me What You Want. Like, Beauty. I think Beauty is maybe the only fucking song they have. I can't really think of another one. I mean, that puts (laughs) you over the edge anyway, huh? Tell Me. Tell Me. That
2: ain't no fucking song.
1: Sure it is. This is a perfect rhythm. I mean, you can fuck the you can fuck the ABCs. But I'm just saying, like, it ain't enough. They ain't, they ain't got enough bullets. Uh, I ship. don't think I Jodeci, Jodeci has enough bullets. Too.
4: Jodeci's got the same ten songs, ten to twelve songs that everybody knows, and then they run out of bullets. Like, I don't think Jodeci has. So one thing about Drew Hill is J- Drew Hill has there at their top hits that everybody knows but then they also have the b-sides and the album tracks that are also quality fucking tracks I don't know I, I don't know or appreciate a lot of the jodeci b-sides it's always the meat and potatoes that we all hear over and over and over
1: uh, I'm still waiting that's a b-cut that's still bumping you know the song yeah, imagine Wood he was in no. Germany. <laughs> so, that, right, that's gonna yeah, yeah. So, B-side, but I do But niggas don't think it. Um, you got my heart belongs to you. Cry for you. Cry for you. Cry for you
4: that that's a, that's another what that's of, another because, single. What
1: What about us is a B side that nobody will listen.
4: Yeah, nah, I don't. You don't know this song? No, I'm saying I don't. But I'm not gonna put that up against. I'm not gonna put that up against. Let's see. Hmm. Here's the here's the
2: thing. Was huh? Beauty a single? I
4: think Beauty. I don't even think. Beauty, I don't think Beauty was a single. Beauty's a B cut. Beauty's an album cut. Now Beauty
0: was a, Beauty. Um, no, you're right. You're right. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't on. Like it wasn't a, a single
4: but like that's, that's, that's what a, i'm saying that's bread and, and butter, butter Jodice song
1: right but we have enough bread and butter songs where
4: there's 10 of them <laughs>
2: exactly. and how, many does, and how
1: many does drew hill
4: have bread and butter
2: yeah
4: um, um how deep is your love these are the times you are everything tell me five steps um.
0: Uh, if I was your boyfriend, joint when they came back.
4: Um. Uh,
0: they did remake of the love we had stays on my mind. I crazy. In song. my bed
4: remix, never make a promise.
0: Um, Here's my thing. Here's the thing about verses, though, that we always tend to forget. There's a performance element to it. Um, Drew Hill could still sing. <laughs> And Jodeci has smoked their voices, so Drew yeah, Hill is fan. next.
2: Who, who's part of Drew Hill now?
0: Who? It's they? Drew Hill is a mix of Drew Hill and the group. Uh, what was his name? Player. Player.
4: Yeah. I mean, because Drew Hill is, of course, they're going to come out with. Well, I mean, Jodeci is going to come out and drop a two- the Tupac two- duet, of course. Um. So we have "Love You for
2: Life." Yeah, freaking you!
4: Drew Hill's gonna have bring out. They're gonna have a Maya duet. Um, are they? Is Maya gonna come out? No, I'm just saying that's just that's just a bullet that they have in the gun. You know, what I'm saying. But
1: I mean, are we doing so Cisco can just do that? Cisco, because I mean, that's not a Drew Hill's song. Yeah,
4: I mean, Jodis is I'm gonna do asking. "Love, love so, You for Life." If, are they not? Huh? Jody's is gonna do "Love You for Life." Yeah, that's that's
0: what okay. What do you
4: mean see, "Love Georgia's. You for Life"? <laughs> isn't, that, isn't
1: that KC and JoJo? In I wasn't even add JoJo and KC song, but if we do that, that's a watch. i was, I was doing strictly JoJo's song. I mean, I forgot about lately. Oh man, this is this.
4: Oh, this is a. Lately's in the That's 10. It. Lately's in the 10. Like, why you keep it? Oh, shit. I forgot about Bro, I forgot about props I you. I, didn't, I
1: didn't put 20 in this the This nigga 10. be, like, oh, nigga really? be like,
4: nigga like, I forgot about coming and talk to me. Like, damn, nigga, them the same fucking 10. No, like, you no, done flipped that no. dollar over a zillion fucking times. But I
1: keep asking you about your, your Drew Hill 10 and you keep giving me I five. just gave you the Drew Hill 10. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Drew Hill 10, these are the times, never made a promise in my bed. How deep is your love, beauty? Tell me. We're not making love anymore.
2: Five steps.
0: Um, five steps.
2: Uh, let's see. Let me think. Um, you say these are the that, times. Uh, uh, angel.
4: I, I don't. I don't. I don't put Angel in there.
0: I like Angelism.
4: I like it. I, I mean, mean, it's a album cut. You know, what I'm saying, like, once we get past yeah. the ten, we start bringing out the beauties and the and the angels yeah. and stuff like that. While C plays. Yeah, sure. I'll be about to play one you might not have heard. Freaking you, let's go.
1: Hey man, we can we can do it. We can do it alive. to uh, C versus Drew Hill, man, for the people. And you know this song, "Let's Be Alone." It's a B cut. Yeah.
4: It's good fucking I mean, music. I've heard saying. it before, <laughs> but I mean, I can do without it. If I had to cast two songs into the sea, that song or or beauty, I'm casting, I'm, I'm launching that song into the fucking sun. <laughs> uh, so,
1: so you you're picking Drew Hill over Joseph?
4: Uh, I'm not gonna say it. I, I'm, I'm I haven't done like the actual side by side, but like I it's not, even... it's not gonna be a wash. I mean, I don't think Jodis is gonna drag Drew Hill.
0: Okay, I don't think it's. A, I think it'll be a good competition because of the performance element. I'm just saying, like, Jodeci's not, like, hella older than Drew Hill. They probably got Drew Hill maybe by five, six years, maybe. But Jodeci lived a harder life, and they just don't have the same vocal. Like, they can't sing like these two. I think, I mean, God bless them. I mean, Casey, Casey um, no, JoJo's had, like, a couple of strokes. Like, that shit will fuck you up a little bit. Bob, so.
4: Bobby Womack also needs to come out and sing with them since they stole, both them niggas stole from Bobby.
0: They did both steal from Bobby, but Bobby also stole from Sam Cook. So there you go. True.
1: Dirty Mac God. Did yeah. you see that the 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 Womack slash Cook? The, I don't know.
2: That was yeah, weird.
1: They, they sounded great though.
2: You heard, you, heard, you heard
1: their music? I started following. I, them on I just, Instagram. I think you posted it, and I listened to them. So yeah, I hadn't, I think I started following them. I haven't. Yep. The real thing
0: is, they all look like Bobby Roemmich and Sam Cook. So I was like, "What happened? Why don't y'all look like y'all's grandmama? Because <laughs> they look like both of them niggas mixed together. Very interesting. But shit, let's um, but shit, let's go. Um, I think about to close this shit out. It's um, no, hold
1: is, on. But so also, people are okay. talking about Chris Brown versus Usher. Um. I watched that tiny uh, Usher tiny desk again, and I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Usher hands down again.
0: Like, I think that's I think that's the easier. I think that's the easier out. I mean, Usher definitely wins to me uh, for a few reasons. I think Usher has a, a longer, a better discography of of hits. Chris Brown creates forty albums with forty records on it that no one listens to. And I listen to Chris Brown. I like his music, but he don't he don't make a lot of hits anymore. Huh? He don't make a lot of hits anymore.
1: I I, what do you mean? The niggas always had like on the charts. Like, uh, no. like he will uh, he, pop up every in now the like last fuck. I, I can't think of a year this nigga wasn't like. That nigga just came off of that Drake song. Him and Drake, whatever that fucking song
4: there. no, man, no, sort of no man, baby. Right like the No Limit song or whatever the fuck it is I mean, I'm not saying he's got he'll keep it here, keeps keep some tracks.
0: Warm Embrace is a good song I like
4: Warm brace, but he's but, not I mean Chris no Brown, guidance that's what I'm talking about Chris Brown will literally have three no four guys. singles yeah. out at the same fucking time quiet yeah
0: quiet and they be good but they be quiet and the thing is this song oh, is called, what you talking
2: about this
0: song getting quiet
4: I, I, no, 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 no! I'm talking about quietly from a Chris Brown standpoint. Like once you once you do the math from a Chris Brown standpoint,
1: it's a good song. Yeah. I'm just saying this thing is always. I think I keep one.
4: He, he has
0: a hit every 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 couple of years. Oh,
4: I'm talking about Usher. I'm saying Chris Brown keeps multiple.
0: Sure
3: and then
4: done. and we not you know. And I don't think if it's actual versus rules, I don't think we. Will, I mean, who probably got more songwriting credits, Chris Brown or Usher? I
0: mean, Chris Brown. Chris Brown, just because he they get. A, I think Chris Brown's more of a writer. I mean,
4: that's what I'm saying. Like, if we're doing, if we're going by versus rules, versus as a show as we know it, Chris Brown one has the recency bias, which versus has a strong recency bias. He's gonna have. More songs that are out right now that are singles and hits, and he's going to have the songwriting credits that are going to, he's going to pull a song out of his ass that he doesn't even need to have put his voice on that is going to be competitive. I mean, I don't, am I saying that Chris Brown is a better artist than Usher? No, I don't think so. But that I, I've said, we've said from the beginning, that's not how Versus works.
0: Usher is akin to, he's not a volume shooter. He's not like Chris Brown who will create like these huge albums every, Chris Brown will create an album every year. and It'll be like, you know, 20, 35, 40 songs on each album. That's cool. He creates a lot. Usher creates classics. So, I mean, he's working on his album right now. I don't know when it's gonna come out, but every like I listen to a lot of music podcasts, I was listening to like LA Reed, um, he did an interview like on Quest Love. LA Reed was talking about I've only been working on Usher's album. LA Reed's like a legend, you know what I'm saying? So for him to say, Yeah, I've just been in LA for the past six months and we're just focused on Usher. Like he comes in and out and we're just focused on building making this album. The album's gonna be amazing. Cause that's Usher. I mean, he's just that, that level of talent. So it's not negating like Chris Brown's talent, but I just think when Usher starts firing, it's going to be like, it's going to be a lot different.
1: Nah, I mean, like I said, I think Usher's got it. I think Chris Brown will, will be cool. He'll have a lot of features. He can bring out a whole lot of people, but I feel like, I mean, the nigga Usher is Usher. Like, you know, he's got a lot of quality. That I feel like are just is is more food for the soul. It's more soul
4: soul music. No, um, no, let's not let's not go. See, you're you're, you're hedging and giving people crutches because now it's of soul music. We've no, never said that gonna, one person gonna was gonna better be because it's I mean, more I'm soulful
1: saying, or hey, something. Hedging is comedy. No, like, I'm just saying how I feel like it's gonna be received. I feel like it's it's more soul to the music my girlfriend like niggas oh, that, that, he gonna
4: hit that confessions man that's gonna fuck people up I mean confessions but, so that that's gonna be the main chunk of the, the, the verses it's gonna be confessions versus Chris Brown and then however that shakes out the debut the Chris Brown debut versus confessions However, that shakes out, then goes into the rest of the tracks. Then it becomes the rest of the Usher discography. I mean, let's just say it's a push, right? Chris Brown versus Confessions.
1: Um, but then that's not all Usher has. I mean, that's I mean, not all
4: Chris Brown has. I'm saying that's the, but that's the chunk. That's the the bulk of the verses. Because Confessions was, I mean, does anybody think the Confessions wasn't Usher's best album?
1: That no, was his best I mean, album. I don't know. I don't know what all was on the self titled Usher album. Let me look. A- A701 was a good album, too. Yeah. But I mean, it's not his best album. I mean, it's, it's Confessions. Hey, man. He, he just has a lot of Usher My Way.
2: My Way was good. Uh, anyway, who you got? Chris Brown or Usher? Who Push. Is?
4: Push with a lean to Chris Brown. Chris Brown All got right, trapped. It's Usher for me. <clears throat> it's
3: like, I think I may have a push though depending on how you feel on uh, a given day.
4: And i are going with Usher.
0: These fools gonna have a dance-off t- too. Usher be skating every week, man. He in great shape. Right?
4: Mm, so who then? So, so, on, wait, so we do, can Usher dance with Chris Brown? Is that? No.
2: Okay. No. I, I <laughs> Hey,
3: right. I why y'all going with this route.
2: Right, I'm trying to, trying to show love to the 40-something-year-olds.
0: That's all good. But you don't have to take my word for it.
4: Want to be featured on Asking for a Friend? Shoot us an email at with all due respect, with a K at gmail.com. If your Asking for a Friend is hot enough, it'll be featured on the show. Thank
1: you.
6: but i'm now
5: we here oh yeah well this is my pot right here Whoa. if i, I didn't anyone no, 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 no. the, the, the biggest skin the
1: big All right last week we talked about uh men and skincare uh so today we have two gentlemen two doctors uh, and are asking for a friend segment, and we have Dr. Derek and Dr. Theron. Correct. Yes. All right, and they're here to talk about um, something that they that they've been working on. Uh, they're launching it's uh, pretty new, pretty exciting stuff. Uh, so if y'all want to introduce yourselves and uh, kind of what what y'all got going
6: on, what's going on, fellas? Thank y'all for having us, man. My name is Derek McElvin Jr., Jacksonville, Florida. This is my partner. <laughs> oh, it was all yeah, man. So my name is Derek Julian, Uh, founder, a co-founder of Everyday Fresh Club. And we are all natural, uh, aesthetic, skin, hair, beard care company for men. Uh, we deal in all natural products, no chemicals, no preservatives, uh, holistically made for us, like uh, made for men of color. Uh, just to address... The needs that we had that weren't being addressed by the, at the time, the products that we were using, um, just as consumers, just as people that were concerned about, you know, presentation and looking the best that you can. So that's really where it started from was us just trying to solve a problem, um, for ourselves and looking at the things that, uh, really, really worked as pharmacists. And, you know, and over time, just being able to identify exactly what people wanted, and to feel confident about, like, okay, well, this is not just for us; like, this is solving a problem for a lot of people. So let's let's continue this. And so that's where we started years ago, and now we uh, officially launched about a month ago. All
1: right, so okay, you said a lot right there. So going back right. to, um, so what problems did you see? Like, what problems were you trying to solve? For, for your sales, like sure. what uh, made y'all
5: jump oh, into it? Well, well, I wanna I wanna thank you guys for having us on here. Again, my name is uh, Dr. Theron Douglas. You just call me Theron. Um, initially, it started because I had been growing my hair out and I've always kind of had like some hang time when it came to my beard, but I was experiencing a lot of like breaking. It would get to certain lengths and it just would be kind of thin. I won't say thin. it just wasn't as full. You know, I was having issues with like, Coverage and really figuring out if I'm going to have this hair on my face, I was also growing the hair on my head out. What can I do to support and at least keep what I had? You know, I could only keep what I could nurture. And at that point, when I was pretty new in the game, I, you know, I really couldn't keep much. So um, around the time we were both working at a hospital together, you know, it was one, it was real, I was coming from a space where you don't really work with another person pharmacists on the island, but to be in a hospital with another black man, you know, and then to be within a generation of each other, you know, we're like less than 5% of all pharmacists, like black men. So to have us be able to like work in the place we did doing what we were doing and be able to identify and like share a lot of not only like, uh, things culturally, because I'm from Jacksonville too, I'm with the Paxson um, here in Jacksonville, Florida, but then just some of the pains that we we're going through when it even came to style, you know, when I was younger, you know, I was still developing my sense of style, the stylish guy, you know, so I stole a couple couple things, but then I was also seeking to like, again, nurture what I had in my beard, so I went into the DIY natural hair care industry and I realized like, oh, well... I'm not really apt to go and buy all these things, you know. I've tried a couple of different uh, products. Uh, some left a little over conditioned, Some I really liked. Some I didn't. But I realized, like, hey, if I want to address what I have going on, let me see what there's what's out there for me to do it in, like, a, you know, like a holistic manner. Or how can I get it done? And then that became I began began wearing the product to and from work. We were talking about. Uh, things that I like and I think I brought him some samples but then people started stopping me and this is before this was ever for retail we weren't originally I I wasn't doing this to sell money Mm. I was trying to support My beard and try to figure out how, if I'm going to have this hair on my face, how can I make sure that you know when somebody looks, they don't say scruffy, scraggly. All they say is like, Wow, I never knew a beard could look like that, or never could consider uh, some of the connotations people have with men who have hair on their face in the professional world. It's crazy in the professional (laughs) world. If you have to work in front of suits, you have to work. Um, we're kind of front facing with patients. I have conversations with doctors and nurses, you know, when they look at me, what do they see? They see a huge beard, you know, pre pre COVID, they would see like a huge beard. So I had to make sure that what I was doing I could kind of be able to support um myself and nurture what I had just to put a you know a decent foot forward every day. So it started with the I called it like moraine. Eventually, he pitched us at a startup weekend out here, and we placed among other tech companies. You know, we're two pharmacists who know next to nothing about tech. We took we were third place in a tech startup company out here. Um, That put us in a lot of resources that made us realize like not only did we have like a, a viable model to grow, but you know our passion was shared or like at least the pain was shared because there seemed to be men who either just didn't know what they were using, yeah. didn't know what to use. And then versus it being like marketed to, nobody's really taking the time to want to teach you what it is that you need. Mm. Um, because again, I have eczema. So a lot of the things will like irritate my skin, I have real weird follicles on my face when it comes to um, sometimes the size of how many hairs are in one core, so certain things aggravate these conditions. Really going through the product and personalizing it to be gentle and still portray, and then to give off, you know, the strength mm-hmm. and the affirmation. So that's some of the stuff that we just started with for ourselves, yeah. and, yeah. Uh, and so it's kind of grown. You're I mean, fortunate.
4: You brought up a point there about growth and you know teaching people. Um, so there are a lot of people out there. I mean, before you before you learn and before you're able to be taught, you got to go to the schoolhouse first. So there are a lot of people that aren't even at the schoolhouse, right? They mm-hmm. don't care nothing about, they still, you know, they're washing their face with the same rag they wash their ass with. They mm-hmm. they don't mm-hmm. care nothing yeah. about facial care. They don't, they look, I use Irish Spring because it's cheap in the Walgreens. Like for people mm-hmm. who don't have a routine, right? They don't have a facial routine. They don't have a beard care. They don't have a hair on their head care, why is it important to look for products like the products you're selling? Like what outside of you, this is going to make you look great. Like what is the importance of, you know, using all natural products like the product that, you're, that, that you all sell?
6: Man, I would say. um. So one of the reasons why I love the name so much, man, like Everyday Fresh is because it is about that routine. You're not going to see the results unless you're consistent, just like with anything. Right. So it really takes a routine and a regimen. And you want to also to not just like tackle it, you want to tackle it the best way that you can for your skin, for your skin type, for your hair type, man, to know what it is that you kind of need. And because that's the only way you're really going to see those results. So for me, it was more self-care and awareness um, in doing that every day, taking that 15 minutes, taking that time to really concentrate, man, and to really kind of pause things. And because, you know, you you can't mess up that line. You you know what I'm saying? So you really got to, you know, really kind of think about it. Think about what you're doing. And if you're going to use something every day, you don't want harmful chemicals in it. You don't want things that want to dry out the hair, dry out your skin, and you're not going to be able to replace that throughout the day, regardless of how much oil and stuff you're putting on it. And then you probably clogging up hair follicles too. So, we need, some, so make-
4: we need some education, Doc. We need some education yeah, on that. Yeah, so what is what is a harmful chem- chemical, right? Like me, I look at a bottle. I don't know what the hell. It's got OSAs in it, uh, EOMs. Mm. You know some some sandalwoods type of things like what is good, what ain't. You know what should I be looking for that's in a product without giving I, up the
5: I, I know what I
6: definitely thoughts. stay away from, it. and I stay away from alcohols. I stay away from parabens. I stay away from uh ice, Anything with ends in ate or ite. You know, I I stay away from those things. I love one of the reasons why things um look and feel the way they do is because they have to put those things in there for it to stay that way and and so even when it comes to like lotions and stuff like that there's a reason why it's liquid and it doesn't go bad for years because that water is in there and that preservatives in there and everything that it needs to stay in that bottle um antiseptically you know what i'm saying so when we make this we had to make this with that in mind to make this that that something that'll last something that'll, that'll be able to be sterile Without preservatives, chemicals, and last on the shelf. So, so your
0: so your product um, so from Doctor Theron sounds basically like your product promotes um, healthier skin, uh, beard growth, and healthy hair follicles. That's what it sounds like. So you you support bald bald um bald heads you support um, beard um, beard care and skin care what would be a typical regimen for like anyone like uh, like any of us that would be using your product like for me what would be a typical regimen of, of your product line
1: uh, let's let's do me because I, I felt like Doctor Theron was looking directly at my beard when he said uh, he was describing <laughs> his shit. He's like, "Well, do him, yo <laughs> shit, yo <your laughs> shit, your shit, your shit, don't grow right." Uh, what would you
0: give? What would you <laughs> give him? Like, what would yeah, be the? Okay, so, so this, yeah. this
5: is what I do. This is what I do because right. I had this is a process I had to go through in myself. You know, uh, I want to mention that. uh Brother in the upper right hand corner, Linwood. Linwood, you you made a great, you asked a great question when it comes to like, uh, what does it mean to have a regimen? Um, I just wanted to answer that real quick because I realized that what it means to have a regimen is like you have to understand what it takes to just develop what you have. So I really had kept my hair low. I didn't really know what it was like to have black hair. You know, or what it meant to take care of black hair for myself until I really went in deep into like, what does it mean to have what I have? You know, I'm a dude. I might not have my hair forever. I was like, yo, let me just do what I want with it while I got it. Because, you know, if I get a horseshoe or I get, you know, back, at least I wore it while I had it. So, yeah,
3: um, excuse me. Is a is a horseshoe like a George Jefferson? Yes.
5: Yeah. 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 I was
3: got it George mm-hmm. Jefferson.
5: Yeah, Uncle Phil. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so like I just wanted to be real weird. It could happen. You know, I'm a dude. You know, my uncle's ball. I don't. You know, I don't know what's gonna happen in my life. I might as well weird. So just growing what I had, and then. But doing that, I had to get a like real, really real about my beard. You got to get really real about it. So I used to want to want like a line up to my eyeballs, like the Rick Ross joint. And um, every time I looked in the mirror, it was dry. It wasn't as high when I was like in my early 20s. I didn't know what to do. And it was just like, I just got to rock when I'm a rock. So first it all goes to like, well, what are your goals? And then what is achievable with your specific follicle density disbursement pattern? Oh, no. Lord. Like, oh,
0: yeah, wait, 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 wait. Stop, Oof. stop. You so you have different off. products <laughs> for that.
5: now. For now, we got
0: one, one, the one, the maximum.
5: Right. One not the, the, the maximum. Right. this is how I think about my beard. This is how you have to think about your beard. You have to think about what kind of beard do I have in the world of men who have beards? Um what's what's his name in the box? Greg. Greg? Greg, you see how me and you got this thing where basically this is alopecia here, like this. Chef right is here. alopecia? Well, oh, there, there's I won't say I won't say alopecia, but like if we were supposed you have you seen some men grow hair all right here. Rick grow grow hair all right here. So you could say like this, If you would say like, yo, if you if we're mammals and we grow hair on every inch of our skin and you got a beard and you're not growing hair on every inch right here, <laughs> technically you could be like, oh, that's kind of like an alopecia.
0: Chef <laughs> got a all right. the ailments, yeah, bro. Listen, <laughs> you got this alopecia. is what you have to
5: understand. This is an acceptable and it's been a stylized aesthetic beard pattern, like Purdue's Rocking tease, and you've got a long one. Like people like that look. Mm-hmm. This can be full or not yet. And your barber determines that a lot of times if you don't say nothing to him. So, so you have to realize it's a bunch of different follicle dispersal patterns that you have to get real about. Some dudes, like as you are now, you might not connect. You have to be OK with that. And you have to say, like, OK, I'm not going to come across like real high like I want. But what is it that I have that is mine that I can grow? as my in appreciation like a lot of this was about me saying like all right i have this kind of beard my beard not like my daddy it's not like lacrosse it's something my joint used to be like wait i used to wear like a pencil line it was it was bad. oh gosh yeah when i when i was like in college like 18 19 i was wearing that and then um my my hair like really didn't start growing up my face until i was like 23 ish like for real, for Mm -hmm. real, um, with any kind of density. So my understanding of what I have and just nurturing what you have over time, like so for you um, in the upper right-hand corner, what are your goals? And then have you really
1: accepted like what you can grow? Oh, this this is it. (laughs) Uh, No, but now that you put it to me that way, I'm going to look in the mirror tonight and uh, have 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 a heart-to-heart. Because I I can
5: help I do this a lot cuz dudes will come up to me and say like how do you do this? I have thought about this and I've gone and looked like whatever whoever you might want you know it's some um, derma roll tools um where Basically if you don't have the follicle density there and this this is I, this this is gonna be helpful man. I have it's one upstairs. You guys good.
6: wanna see one? You guys to to look like? Wait what wait no, what I'm are we right talking right. about? This
4: sounds erotic. What what are you going to go pull out? I have one upstairs, y'all wanna see it? This, no,
6: yeah,
5: it. I, I don't know yeah, what I'm about go to go pull out. Go what are you talking about? He about to go get a what? So, this, so right now, there's a beard growth kind of industry developing where they realize that like if you agitate the skin enough, you can physically stimulate like follicle density and sprouting. Mm. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. So, so
1: okay. How, what, what are your thoughts on Rogaine? Uh, I know a lot of our so, friends
5: was, have. This is, I, this is what I was going to say. OK, so there's actually a subscription company called um, Hems. Because like I said, I've kind of like tested the market just for myself. I was in Hems for a while. They are like a hair, not a hair, they they want you, they help you keep what you got. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I just wanted to be real. I really wasn't feeling them right here like I wanted to a couple years ago. I was like, dang, you know, that's going to happen. Like I don't want to, and I hate the enhancements. You ever been enhanced at the barber? They put the, nah, the spray paint. I've never yeah, been enhanced at like, the barber. Shout out to I'm an Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not an enhancement dude. So my thing was when I go to my barber, I tell him, like, I want this as natural as possible. I want to look like a, almost controlled chaos. Don't over-cater me on the edge. You know, don't do that. Oh, yeah, this is Dermaroy. So this has, like, really tiny, sticky. It's like hundreds of these mm-hmm. spiky parts. What you do is you rub them on your skin in the areas where you might be a little bare. Mm -hmm. It's been proven to, like, increase and start hair growth. But we're not talking about going from nothing to, like, having a force. Right. Mm -hmm. But it can and has been proven in many cases to be able to, like, support hair growth. You talked about um, Rogaine. Yes. Rogaine. Definitely grows hair. It works. Rogaine will grow hair on the palm of your hand if you rub it there often enough, right? So, um, there's a company, and there are a couple companies out there like that now Mm. where they offer minoxidil products. I was telling that there's a Hems, there's a Keeps, there's some other, there's some other companies. They offer Minoxidil products, Mm -hmm. right? The thing with Minoxidil is it will grow the hair. It's pretty much an online pharmacy that's giving you a product. It, It will grow the hair. Um, but, you will not have the hair once you stop using the Minoxidil. It's just going to go away. Mm-hmm. So it's completely unsuspect. It's a complete... Unless you keep on getting a subscription yeah. Minoxidil, yeah, which, man, which, is what, which is mm-hmm. what Hems and Keeps are. So those are the ways that I've seen you proven to be able to grow hair. There are other ways, you know, people can use, a lot of times if you have a, a beard care product and they're saying like, oh, it's growth stimulating, how, how is this gonna stimulate growth? Basically, a lot of those products, what they do is like they might bring a cooling effect and what that does is it increases blood flow to that part of the face, more blood flow over the hairs you're gonna get more growth, so of like, so so things like um, sometimes I've seen like caffeine used in this way, can to increase increase the blood flow there. Menthol, um, yeah. Are,
1: are there yeah. any um, side effects to using like Rogaine and you say minoxidil?
5: Well, um, because it's it's like an antihypertensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's like uh, because there's a um, there, it did have a medicinal use. So it can potentially, like maybe if you like low, overdose on it, you got to go It's transdermal. Well, so it's, it's really hard to get into the bloodstream. Oh, but then that's, that's important, but that's important too because um the things you put on your skin, uh, like you get blood levels of. Uh, like we research when we're pitching, like somewhere around fifteen seconds. Sometimes mm-hmm. it can, they can go through really fast, and then they're in your blood, and mm-hmm. they are a part of you. Yeah, and these are the
6: things that the people are, find, are finding out. You know, during the time of the nineties, the thousands when everybody was doing you know, letting people know the real cause, you know, the, real, the, the real toxicity would lie, and uh, because they were, it was entering bloodstreams. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was cytotoxic. Causing problems, so you know, like these things, they don't just, they, they
4: have to go somewhere. Is is, cyto- is cytotoxic worse than toxic, toxic, or? Well, that just means cell toxic. Oh, okay. I mean, you—everybody you, okay. on this show got a sixth-grade education. We don't know what the fuck cytotoxic. is. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. So, hey, so,
5: but um, I did wear an s those those, 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 those can't work. Those, those are like if you want it to like fill in. All the way up. If you do a couple months of minoxidil and maybe some derma rolling, you know, if the derma like these things still have to work for you, barring like some kind of intolerance or allergy, like you could
1: definitely potentially be, be straight by homecoming. So, Don't I do that. I'm go hey, ahead and
6: <laughs> so and steady wins the race, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. hey, man <laughs> nah, I mean, would we'll get by shit straight. I, by I, home. And, and my thing is, like, even like now, because um, I, I I cut mine all the way off. Uh, during the period of time when we stopped making it because we was waiting on the website, waiting for everything. We didn't want to just make stuff and have to hold it. So we stopped making it, man. And I was using other stuff and I started breaking out and uh, I cut it all off so I could like treat my skin. But the cool thing is it grows so fast now that I use the dermal roller. And so all the areas that were thin. Like I built up the follicles on there now. So I let it grow out like every like two, three days before I go back to it. And I bought a, um, I bought a bevel razor. I bought a bevel shaver for, um well, I well, it was a gift for my birthday. And man, that helps so much because I, I was able to totally stop putting a razor to my face at all and getting it all the way down. And, and so now I just got, when I, when I grow back, in October, man, it's gonna be a problem. So, me, you guys sell
0: the derma roller?
6: Yeah,
5: we we don't just yet retail them, but but, but, but. that's uh we are we're working on the tools, okay. uh, you know. Yeah. Because we're because we're a new company, you know, we've set in. We're we're in a startup accelerator, kind of supported locally, you know. They they told us that on the business side of things, like perfect what you do. Right now we're perfecting these products. We have so much that we're currently and we're working on that we're currently working on. Like um, I was pushing him a new product literally today. Today came came through with a mock up. They came
6: through with like the that new packaging. The these, whole nine.
5: These things are. The immediacies of where we're learning that—that's where our growth is, because the—the um, the tools and the knowledge. I want to support people having access to the tools, and then. We, I don't necessarily want to make you dependent on us. I want people who um, subscribe to Everyday Fresh Club. You know, these are the thinkers, doers. You're going to understand why you're using what you're using and the benefit. So if at any time you feel like Everyday Fresh Club is not the company for you, guess what? You now know it. That is knowledge in itself to go and be able to say like, hey, this product works for me, and if anything we made a a conscientious person about not being who who can now go into a market no you, you can't be marketed to, you're here for yourself, you can't be sold to you know yeah
3: so um I have a question um I'm from Jacksonville, I was not stand um, <laughs>
2: that's
3: where high school's early, but anyway, um at the top, you guys said. Uh, what was the word, these holistic products, does that refer to like, um, kind of like a uh, hypoallergenic or, you know, um, I noticed Dr. Theron said he had. Um, Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So like, is this something all skin types can use? Are there certain products for certain skin types are pretty much, you know, your line. You can use it regardless of kind of what other
5: issues you might have going on. So that's a great question. You know That's a great question um, right now. And that's actually a part of development that we are investigating. So the people who benefit from use of the products right now, um, we've pretty much been the greatest, like the biggest beta, beta testers. Like we've really set with the product. I know how it works for me is much different than how it does for Derek. You know how it acts on his skin versus how it acts on my beard. You know my favorite product, you know, probably one of the uh, that places at, at the startup competition. That's our meringue. That's the flagship product. I know how that is on my beard. He knows how it is in beard, but it acts completely different on his skin than my skin. Okay, so I've understood that through this entire process, skin type. Hair porosity, you know, understanding. Time out. Time out. Um, 30 seconds. mm -hmm. What the? uh, Hair what? Oh, Mm -hmm. help. I can help you a lot Mm -hmm. right now. I can help you a lot. A great deal right now. Hair porosity. That is how porous it is or how much water it will absorb or not absorb. Uh Right. So if you would like get into the pool and you come out and the water just kind of rolls off your hair, you know, you don't puff up too much. Um, Technically, you would have like non-porous hair. Your hair is deterring the water from entering easily. That's why it rolls off. The follicle itself, and this is also a byproduct of like our natural oils, is deterring hair, deterring like moisture entering. Some people don't have that kind of hair. Their hair absorbs moisture like a like a sponge. Mine, Everything does. Like like yeah, my, 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 my hair is not like that. My hair is not like that. And then when you talk about beard hair. Right. Because you have to get ripped. Beard is a pubic hair. This is These are pubes. Oh. This hair is of a different texture and it can act a little different than mm. the hair on your head. It's a hormonal hair. Mm. This is a hormonal hair. It's yeah. a little bit different than the hair on your head. Mm. So when it comes to saying like, hey, this is specifically for you, for this, for this purpose. We're a new company. All we can say right now is that this works for us. We need the feedback. We need people to tell us. I want somebody who might struggle with psoriasis to know that like, oh, I like shade products. I try to go ahead. Like, I think um, kind of just to be a little specific
6: answer, I think like I think we purposely made this kind of like middle of the road. And, you know, with with as far as like how how much it absorbs, how much it leaves on the skin, you know, we really kind of, what we found in the market research is that most men have no clue what they need. They have no clue what to use. They only use their girl stuff. They, uh, and that's even if they have access to it or use it. You know what I'm saying? And, and I really think the, because what's in it? The, the natural product, the the, the the natural oil, the fat content of it. Um,
4: but St. Ives, it's the, gonna, the St. It's gonna Ives be, apricot it's gonna syrup, give you, is to it It's going it's
6: gonna, it's gonna to do wonders, for because you, once you put it on, and you can really see that it gets into the hair follicle, and it kind of makes it a little bigger, and as soon as you apply it, it just really kind of, the fullness is really there. So let's go back to your product line. So... Mm-hmm you offer
0: a subscription model what's involved in subscription like what do you get if i'm subscribing to everyday fresh club
6: Oh, you get all three products. You a system, and they, they all work best together. And what but, are those three products like? Tell us about it. Yeah, so you got the Lux Beard Wash. That's the that's the first one. It's like a lavender wave, man. Once you put it on, it really kind of stays with you. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's you know, it's one of the one of those scents that we definitely wanted to make sure to
5: you know introduce people to. That's part of a holistic, you know, uh, aromatherapy. You know, lavender. You know, it's been studying in anxiety, it's been studying a lot of uh, inflammatory conditions as well. You know, when we say holistic, we want to support more than we're supporting more than just the look. There's a feel too. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what else I get? I get the I so I get the beer wash, the lavender's gonna relax me. What else am I getting?
6: Yeah, so and that's and that's a pure um based soap, so it's really really clarifying, really um it it really Get away the oils and still impart moisture uh, because we do got you know cold pressed oil in that as well. You know, so it, it does it, it puts moisture into it and gives it gives it the fridges a great base. And then after that, you apply the um, you want to dry the beard a little bit and then apply the meringue after that. That's uh pretty much like a leave in condition. You know, and it's going to really help provide fullness and long lasting moisture, and on, uh, it has lavender in it as well. But that's when we get we get the, the we impart the wood scent in there as well. So you got a little teak wood, teak wood little mahogany. So it um and it has a little tap You know, hotel friendly. Yeah, so. it's, it's luxurious, man. And then at the that's end of well. that, we have the be- the main dressing man, and that's just a topical oil to pretty much seal it all in at the end. So they they really work great as a as a system, but you can order them individually, depending on you know the issue that you want to address the most.
1: And how does one order? Yeah,
6: yeah. EverydayFresh Club. All right, you
1: guys on Instagram?
6: Yes, sir. Instagram everydayfreshclub Club. Facebook uh, yeah. Everyday Fresh Club.
1: Y'all have any any last words? Anything y'all want to say to the people before we let y'all go? No, man, thank
6: you all so much for having us on. And you don't even you don't gotta think it that deep, man. Doing something and doing something regularly and just starting is is the best. And and, and and taking that time for yourself every day. Um, you know, I'm just really proud to say that like, you know, we did this out of, you know, trying to really address something uh, for for us every day. And it's gonna change it changed my life and just doing it and, and starting the business. And hopefully, man, it'll make people take that same time for themselves as well.
5: I want want to say thank you to you guys. And uh, I appreciate the conversation you want to have uh, with us. And um, I wanted to let just people out there know that, you know, we're a company who's going to curtail ourselves to your feedback. You know, I have a real passion about this. I want to help people who are struggling by, by, like, giving them knowledge that, you know, could either save them time, money, gripe, grief, um, and everything in between um, by simply, you know, kind of paying attention to us. We really appreciate you um, and all your support. So I, I appreciate the, the opportunity.
1: Hey, man, we really appreciate y'all coming on, man. Definitely learned a lot and just this little... Blip of time, man. Learned a whole lot. Uh, I really like the fact that y'all, y'all should have a tagline that it's not just like how you look, but also how you feel. Somehow, y'all should incorporate that somewhere because that that mm. shit's hot. That was a bar right there. Uh, also, be remiss if we didn't uh, add that uh, Doctor Derek uh, got his degree from uh, FAMU. Uh, so mm-hmm. all those FAMUans out there, if y'all want to support mm-hmm. uh, fellow rattler. Well, they and they pharmacy, make, they make, 2009. Hey man, they it sounds like this will make a perfect uh Father's Day, birthday, Christmas oh, gifts,
4: man. Stock and uh, stuffer right here, boy. This is it. I this is what now. you want to I mean, see in the like stock. Lavender. Yeah.
1: And also, uh, we asked this to all our guests. So we, you know, um I guess we'll start with you, Doctor. We can't
4: be sexist, uh, yep, DJ.
1: we ask It cannot yeah. be sexist. We asked this to all our uh, all our guests, uh uh Doctor DJ, uh, what are your top three porn categories? Mmm. is <laughs> that one.
3: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. His numbed
4: already. that
1: that What what's what you, you into right now? What you into right now?
6: Man, Not I would three. say there's really only one man. I'm amateur man. That's like I, I, the overdone stuff, that I can't really. I can't really rock with it too much. Um it's
0: different flavors of amateur.
6: You mean like? Yeah, um, yeah. The Habib show. Homegrown. No, 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 no. I don't like that at all. It's,
0: I don't know. like how everybody reacts. The same way. No, no, no. But I, like I don't like that at all.
6: No, no sir. All right.
4: What, what, what about you, Doctor Theron? Man, you just throw one out there. Okay, I can be honest. Oh, come closer to the mic and be honest. <laughs> My an okay. so, so honest place.
5: Um, I'm just be honest right now. You know, I I'm an amateur dude because I don't like glam porn. It's not realistic. It's overproduced. Blah blah blah. I kind of been into like um, it's just one production company. Uh, uh it's not. It's called Rick Nasty. It's like these like these BB. It's like these like it's like this like BBW. It it's like this BB these BBWs at Publix. Ooh, it's just like oh, it's like these everyday joints. Yeah, that's, that's, that's hey,
1: yeah. Boy, BBW's at Publix is uh. <laughs> that sounds like a Jacksonville story. It <laughs> <That's laughs> <a man. laughs> well, sounds like it's that.
2: You
5: know, that I'm, I'm, but I'm picky. you have to have an You know, I'm not, I'm not going for ice cream cones. You know, I'm not trying to be sexist, but like, I'm a man. I want to see something to look at. I want to see curves and the shape. So you know, that's number one. Then you said top three, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Then um I'm al- I'm always in the like you know you know, you put ha- have you ever put the Oculus on? Oh uh, i've into the game. Point. Oh Lord. Man, oh man, the OVC situation. Yeah. <laughs> so so um, you know, that's, that's just something from my youth. You know, so that's always in the rotation. And then I'm I'm really I'm in the like
1: uh Hold on, before you move on, what what website do you go to on the Oculus? Oh so I'm a
5: right now I go between X videos and Pornhub. I like Pornhub because if you're searching for amateur stuff, it's actually easier to find. Because I didn't know, it's like user upload to Pornhub and it's way more used on Pornhub than like X video or X hamster.
6: I don't like none of that, man. You know what I'm saying? I'll be rocking with She's hold on, Hold up. on, Dr. DJ. We didn't ask
2: you, Dr. Ass? DJ. You're
5: right let him finish let him get his third but, but I like I like search engines I don't like going to like just the straight it because it's a you know it's a lot out there I just you know pick and choose you, know, right. so, you know I've been to She's Freaky you know when I was you know onion yeah. booty like those those joints those I right. None I,
0: of those. shout I like, out to I She's Freaky.com yeah, like uh, we I in
5: the bag the right now make it easy you know um, and then you know I like uh, I like uh, Latinas with like a crazy hip to Waste ratio, you know. BBLs, not the theorem, No, 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 natural, no I don't like. I don't like fake titties I don't like fake ass. So no BBL. Natural, natural, natural. that's no, but that appreciation for that public BBLW. is still natural. <laughs> Very natural.
0: Hmm. I, look hey, I so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: You
1: say, look at have you seen it? They make the sun. <laughs> Hey, well, if they have it where she's making this up. Oh, man. This an awkward episode Everyday Fresh. Right, right, so, Everyday Fresh. Thank y'all, fellas, man. All right, man. Y'all be easy, man. Appreciate y'all.
4: All right, try. You rocked with us this far on the podcast. Obviously, you like something. Go ahead. Visit Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Show your love. Show your support. We love providing quality content for you guys. We do it absolutely free of charge. We do it out the kindness of our heart. But the way that you increase our footprint, increase the popularity of this podcast is to support. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And as always, if your shit is hot enough, it just might be on the show. Now for the With All Due Respects.
3: With All Due Respect, um, I had an epiphany a couple of days ago when I was uh, traveling for work. Uh, I was leaving, you want to say Columbus, Georgia? I was at Columbus, Ohio. So, uh, dumb people are like aggressive as fuck. So, it was this dude. Um, we're coming through security. This is my first time in um, Columbus. But it's a small airport. I think uh, Tallahassee, for those of you that are familiar. It's a regional, I think it is actually a regional airport. So, It has that, you know, small airport kind of feel to it. Um, There's literally a regular line, a clear line, and a pre-check line. They're all going to the same agent. There happened to only be one TSA agent checking ID. So this gentleman Mm -hmm. apparently had gotten into the wrong lane. And um, if you don't have pre-check, like, I mean, there's no way around that shit. Like, you can't just go and, like, we'll work it out later like, can't do that shit. But actually, um, if you have been in a larger airport, once clear, I mean, I'm sorry, once pre-check closes for the evening, they normally give you a card or something to denote that you are pre-checked. And it's kind of like a modified version. Like, you may not have to take off your shoes, but you might still have to pull out your laptop or whatever the case might be. So anyway... Who starts making a scene? And like, I didn't realize what his problem was. He's was like, man, fuck this shit, these motherfuckers. Not nah, at nah, nah, he's going off. And then so he's going off as he makes his way to the back of the regular line. And again, I mean, there were maybe fifteen people between all three lines. It was like not a fucking big deal at all. So um, he's like going on and on. He's like, let me stop before I get arrested or something yeah, good fucking idea because you're in the airport. So, I noticed as he was walking he had, um, like, things which caught my surprise, caught my eye for some reason, caught me by surprise like his fingernails were painted black. So, between that and him like railing against the fucking security, I'm like, alright, probably should keep an eye on this guy. So, I go through security then I like post up at a little restaurant until it's time for me to leave. So, when, um, when I'm getting ready to leave, get ready to board the flight, same guy's on my fucking flight. And now he's selling out about some bullshit. Like, oh, yeah, Trump is your daddy, and the Democrats did some what? fuck daddy. I've gotten so many compliments on my fingernails, and if anybody looks at me funny, I'm going to punch him in their fucking face. And he's just going on and on. I'm like,
2: damn,
3: this is just like ignorant as fuck and by his conversation you can tell he's dumb as fuck and then that made me start thinking if you think about some of the super aggressive people like quick to jump you about something or just always on some bullshit they're normally dumb as fuck and I don't know what the correlation is because I just kind of discovered this so maybe we can talk about this on the dumb as fuck episode but um, just be mindful man you have to watch these people because I'm like man I hope this motherfucker not sitting next to me because I just felt like he was going to be a problem,
2: you know. And he
3: was uh, <clears throat> boarding the plane, walking down the aisle, still talking bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Um, I was glad that they didn't put him off or whatever, but just be mindful of that, man. Especially now with so much shit going on, like you never know what kind of shit somebody might
4: try to pull or whatever, with all due respect. With all due respect, it is back to school season. Um, parents are either. Their kids have already gone back to school for the first time, or if you're like me, you're still waiting on your kids to go back to school, and it's it's expensive, right? I mean, we got our you know our single folks. No offense, no shade. You know what I'm saying? They don't really know what it is to get a list from the school to have to go and purchase. You know, if your you know if your kid has uniforms, it's uniforms or hand sanitizer or crayon boxes or. You know, Mm -hmm. tissues or composition books and spiral notebooks and like pens and paint schmucks. Like it's just an endless cycle of shit, right? But as frustrating as it is, you know, me. sports are starting up again too. We're getting into the fall sports. Soccer, you know, got to pay your soccer registration fees. You got to pay your football registration fees and shit like that. These kids are fucking expensive. Any parent right now is feeling that burn as their kids return to school. That, that's that's even public school. We're talking about private school where like tuition has to start back again. But always be mindful that one of these first days of schools in however many years it's going to be from now is going to be the last first day of school. One day you're going to be sitting there and the first day of school is going to be the last time your kid will ever have their first day of school. And that's going to be sad. You know, the, the last time that you take your kid for their first day of soccer or their first day of T-ball, the first day of baseball, this life thing continues to progress and we often looked at we often look at the the bad part, right? The stressful part. You know what I'm saying? We always want our our kudos on social media for all the things we do for our kids. But we lose sight of the forest for the trees because we don't look at the inherent memories that one day we'll no longer have. Right? You only get you know, you only get eighteen years with these motherfuckers, right? And then They kind of go off on their own and you'll never get this again. So while we got to get, we're going to get our shit off on social media. I get it. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about these lists and these teachers and all of this type of shit, but just don't forget that this is about the kids and this is about an experience, right? You'll always remember the first 18 years of your life. So as a parent, make it meaningful for them, but also make it meaningful for you because when it's over, it's over unless you're going to have another kid, right? Nobody wants to do that because these motherfuckers are expensive with all due respect.
1: With all due respect, uh, was a couple of weeks ago, uh, something came across my um, feed on social media. And it was a little boosie talking to his nephew, I believe, or maybe one of his sons, or somebody, some young man. And he was talking about <clears throat> breaking a girl's virgin, right? But not like real virginity. He was saying like, man, you got to take her out to some place she's never been before. That's like breaking a virgin. Um, you know, you got to, she ain't never been on a boat. You know, that's, that's another, that's another virgin you done broke. You done broke a virginity there. And even though Boosie spews a lot of nonsense a lot of time, what they say it broke, clock is right twice a day. Um... You can kind of take that approach uh, with a significant other, if that's somebody you're courting, if somebody you're with, um, just kind of pay attention to things that maybe they've never done before or be creative um, and try, you know, uh, show people different things if um, they say spend money on experiences and not things, because those are the things that people really remember, the feeling they got maybe when they, you know, went to their first basketball game, uh or when they, you know, got to see Serena's last whatever, whatever, you know, last stand in US Open or whatever. So I think that uh you should try to break as many virgins for your significant other as you can because those things will uh those feelings will last a lifetime and then, you know, even if if you're not with them anymore you know, they'll be like, oh, man, I remember the, the one time I did this and, you know, it was it was with you. So everybody that goes for men and women go out there and uh, break some virgins with all due respect. All right.
0: With all due respect. Um, so there's been a few stories this past week for, uh, centered on suicide. So there was a woman in California who attempted suicide by driving through a busy street at 120 miles an hour um ultimately killing a mother her unborn child another baby and another person she didn't die she lived and she'll she'll i guess she's going to be indicted and go to prison or whatever is going to happen there was also a man in Oklahoma City who killed his children and himself after he realized uh, I guess his girlfriend was cheating on him. Suicide, suicide is a personal decision. I'm not gonna be the one to say I think it's right or wrong because I think it's a very much individual decision. It's centered in. Uh, Issues with your mental health I mean people deal with Depression, stress, anxiety Life is not necessarily easy And they see Suicide as A fix And I'm not here to argue that What I'm here to argue though However Is including other people In your very personal Decision I think that's where it's wrong um, I'm, I'm not a mental health professional. I'm not a expert. I don't know too much about that. I know if I'm dealing with have a bad day, I might go to the gym and smoke some weed. Um, that, that's how I fix. But I do know if you feel like you're considering suicide, first things first, call a suicide hotline. Have a conversation. Try to work that shit out. If that doesn't work and you feel like you have to commit suicide, do that shit by yourself, man. Shoot yourself in the head. You jump out of a window. You do what you need to do just to you. Don't include other people in your bullshit, man. Work that shit out by yourself. And that's it. Again, this is a very personal decision. With all
2: due respect.